happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite little dairy podcast. It was another week of relatively solid gains on global dairy commodities as U.S. CME spot block prices stretched to 11-month highs to begin the week. Nonfat dry milk has averaged multi-year highs in December at the strongest levels seen since July 2014 yet again, a similar data point to skim milk powder values around the world as European and Oceania indices continue to strengthen. December's butter average above $2 per pound at the CME is the highest observed in more than two years, and dryway is again at record levels, though the contract was not introduced until March 2018. Our team put together our highly anticipated monthly forecast, and boy, was it good. Lucas, let's start with the key takeaways on our cheese opinion. That's correct, Alyssa. We spent a lot of time this week formulating our opinion on these quickly moving markets. While bullish sentiment abounds in most things, uh, cheese is not excluded from that, but we haven't necessarily seen the strong gains like we are on the class four side of things. That's not to say that support does not remain, though. We saw a little bit of a setback on the spot market today as we record this on Friday. But overall, as you mentioned, we are kind of still almost in line with the highest levels this calendar year. Blocks hit their uh, 2021 highs back in January, but just held there for a few days overall. In general, I think markets are pretty supported, especially driven by holiday orders and even looking ahead into January football playoffs that will continue to stimulate demand. I think uh, it's important to note that cheddar production was weaker in October and milk is certainly tightening in most parts of the country, even if it continues to probably flow into cheese vats in the upper Midwest. Overall, I think um, we could see some maybe seasonal weakness into Q1 2022, but our forecasts, which are of course available to our customers, are out through 2023 actually. So be sure to take a look at those. We do anticipate some decent strength in cheese prices into mid-year 2022 and uh, into the second half, that's for sure. We also had an interesting change to our butter forecast. You mentioned class four earlier, given the interesting developments in that marketplace, could you give a bit of recap on class four for us? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like you mentioned, class four was what we had our biggest price revision on. I think just based on a lot of the strength that that market has seen in recent weeks, production still weaker. And I don't think that will recover at any point in the near term, especially with weaker milk in Western states. It's just, uh, we don't have the available milk to flow to the class four plants, whether that is non-fat dry milk dryers or the butter churn. Uh, So yeah, we did revise those forecasts higher. We're also seeing some pretty decent exports, even if it's overall kind of a smaller part of the total U.S. um, butter picture, it's still notable. And uh, as you know, on a global basis, as we're kind of short on fat, seeing um, probably weaker imports into the U.S., in the future as well, should provide kind of a a nice drawdown on stocks. We do get that report on Wednesday, which will kind of show us what happened in November. I think as those stocks continue to decline and demand remains decent, they'll provide a nice reset into 2022 and kind of return us to those, you know, prior to 2020 butter price averages that were above that $2 per pound mark. Maybe just briefly here on non-fat as well, 
really sentiment is kind of unchanged in the past few weeks, but just remains firmly underpinned here. We do see kind of slow but steady increases into the coming months. I think uh, sentiment is kind of similar on both U.S. focused and uh, global perspective. Supplies are tight from no matter where we look around the world and end users can't seem to get enough product here. So we seem firmly supported. This is also kind of driven a lot by what we talked about in our forecast of the global milk situation with uh, things pretty tight around all three key exporting regions. Overall, um, you know, U.S. stocks declining, European stocks tightening, New Zealand not necessarily having enough product to fulfill end users. So um, it, it keeps our prices supported. Definitely interesting here on all these markets as we prepare to turn the calendar into 2022. Uh, Yeah, those global powder numbers have been very impressive. And speaking of, there will be the last global dairy trade auction of the calendar year next Tuesday. And Singapore exchange traders are pricing in another nice move on those key dairy commodities at the New Zealand auction. There is, as you mentioned, that lack of incremental milk production that has been driving this bull market here, uh, combined with elevated demand on a global scale that doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Um, Recent weather developments as well within New Zealand have leaned negative for cow yields, especially in December. And in the short term, um, there's been a lot of rain and heat, which means a lot of humidity for cows. And they're not big fans of that. And uh, the farmers that we speak to in the region are struggling to eke out gains that they had been anticipating leading into this month after the disappointing peak there in New Zealand. China will have continued to secure demand off the global dairy trade auction platform, but Fonterra is presumably coming up short on supply as that milk production environment has just not been favorable. That does it for today's recap. We can't wait to come on next week and chat markets with you on Christmas Eve. Looking forward to it. If you don't join us next week, we hope you have a wonderful, safe, beautiful holiday season. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.